I've missed everyone here. It's been a while I recorded. Yeah, the past few episodes I've dropped, I kind of recorded them ahead of time. So I've had like two weeks off recording, maybe three weeks. So I've actually not sat down to say, hi, welcome back to the chat with Tanya. Because I've been really busy. But I've really missed you guys. I've really missed like talking and just like, hello, welcome back to the chat with Tanya. It's so funny how I don't exactly have anything to talk about right now. I just wanted to talk because I missed my the chat with Tanya fam. Sometimes I wish this was like a sit-down conversation where I actually had like where I could see every single person or talk to every single person listening to the chat with Tanya and just like interview them and just be like, hi, how are you doing today? How are you feeling? Hmm, let me tell you how I am feeling as a Nigerian living in Nigeria. I feel, I don't know. I feel hopeful, actually. I feel hopeful. I feel like finally the new Nigeria is being born like i feel like the old nigeria is a woman in the theater pregnant already in labor about to give birth that's what i feel like and the new nigeria is about to be born and she's going to put an end to the old way of life and i'm excited but at the same time i'm I am perplexed because um, change is very different from what we know. If you recall, the children of Egypt, uh, the children of Israel out of Egypt, their journey into the promised land was not easy. Their journey in the promised land also was not easy because they had to fight a lot of wars. And just recently, Apostle Salman I love Apostle Selman, by the way, all my days. Apostle Selman, I want to meet him one day because that man was monumental in redefining my Christian life. He literally, like, I think I was, like, on the brink of giving up, actually. And, again, my amazing, beautiful, wonderful best friend told me about this great man of God, Apostle Solomon. And I rolled my eyes thinking, well, well, all pastors are the same. There's nothing amazing about this person. I wasn't even intrigued. I wasn't bothered. He's like, oh, come. And I remember the first service I attended was a miracle service and we had to wait. If you're in Abuja, you know how you have to wait. <laughs> you have to go early. You have to go by like 12 for a service that starts at what, 4.35? And I'm thinking to myself, I don't have to do this. I can just go home. It's like, oh, just wait. It's going to be amazing. It took a lot for me to wait because I was already like, what is this? Like, I had an attitude on my face already and everything. And the man preached. I was blown away. But I wasn't, no, blown away is a stretch. I was intrigued somewhat. And I'm like, hmm, okay. I would like to come back here again. So the first time, nothing really happened per se, but I was intrigued by the man. 
do you get and i wanted to come back because he's a very logical person so and i could tell he was a very logical person from when he was speaking so for me i was just like okay a very logical person talking about jesus that means there's something about this jesus actually because my work with god has been you know story for another day so i went again and the second time i would not lie i was a bit like okay this man hmm this man is seeming like and i went a third time i don't even remember what the apostle was teaching but i do remember that everyone was quiet and every word he was saying was like a a dagger in a good way do you get what i mean it was just piercing my heart and i was bawling my eyes out and everyone was silent i could see people looking at me thinking what's wrong with this girl why is she crying i was writing in my journal and i was crying i came again the next sunday same thing was happening tears tears falling and it was just an entirely new experience for me i remember finding it so weird to actually participate in the praise because where I'm coming from, praise isn't like such a... I mean, now we've, we've started doing it, but before, it wasn't something that we used to do. We just used to come in straight into worship, and that's it, pray, worship. It felt like praise was not something that was good. That was how I was brought up. So it was very weird for me to, you know, see people go in praise and everything. And I, I was just amazed by that and slowly i guess i started to let my guards down and i started to just receive the apostle and then i started to have dreams where i'll be going through something in my life and a song that apostle would sing because you know the apostle has an amazing voice and the song he would sing would be the song that i'll just hear in my dream bro these times i'll be listening to jamming all kinds of secular music at the brink of just going off and then i would be dreaming and a song apostle song would just be singing in my spirit and i would just i've dry, i've had dreams where the apostle god came in the face of the apostle to speak to me and just a lot of things and i had like a a flash of what is essentially happening in my life right now and this flash came two years ago and at the time, I was like, I didn't really understand it, but I wrote it. And, you know, it's so vivid because, again, it was one of the days, that day that I had that flash. I remember I was depressed and I was like, oh, my God. Because, like I've said earlier, depression is something that I've experienced my entire life. You know, except now God has delivered me from it. I thank you, Lord Jesus. And so I had heard that song in my spirit you know god of vengeance has won the battle for me i'm a winner man i'm a winner man he has won the battle for me and literally that was it and i just saw the apostle in my dream and i don't recall i think he prayed for me and then that was it i was fine for that moment and then that flash came and i thought oh my life is never gonna be the same anymore and now i see that flash playing out and so the apostle for me is an amazing man like i don't think there's been a time since that moment till this 
time where I listen to the apostle and I am not blessed. He is an amazing, phenomenal man and I wish I could meet him. I just, I don't even know how I'd be. I'm going to be like, Apostle Joshua, I love you so much. (laughs) He is amazing at... Him and Dunsin, and I just found out yesterday that Minister Dunsin's name is also Joshua. So the two of them are just amazing. And I have a brother named Joshua, and Joshua just, wow. Joshua's amazing, I'll just have you know that. Okay, and I don't know what is with God and naming certain people that have certain kinds of destinies, Joshua. I don't, it's so amazing. But back to my story. So the apostle some days ago spoke about deliverance from evil and he spoke about how when god is lifting you and god has opened doors there are battles that you have to fight in those moments and how there are spirits that we have to contend with to be able to receive that which god has given us because we have an angry devil and he has a legion of demons and of fallen angels as well the ones that have not been um, tied up in Hades and they are literally looking to destroy God's people specifically they want to destroy mankind but they are specifically after those ones that God has said these are my children now mind you God has said we are all his children but that's only when you've accepted Christ Jesus into your life as your personal Lord and Savior so now the devil is like after those people he wants to make sure that you never step into your God-given destiny. So like Daniel in the Bible, God sent a messenger, the angel gave, to deliver a message to Daniel. And the prince of the earth stopped him. That's what Satan does and that's what his demons do. And so we have to war in prayer. Secondly, when God lifts you, they, you find new problems. So the apostle gave us an example of when he did not have when he was not known and he was fighting to have money and struggling and all of that there was nothing like do you know who i am i am apostle joshua selman but now has come the lifting and with the lifting comes pride do you get for some people with the lifting comes do you know who i am i am this 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 this, this. before that lifting came that was not a problem for you and he was now stating that there are some people that would never experience certain kinds of struggles because of where they are in life and as god lifts you 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 tend to experience new struggles so you are lifted to being when you were in the thousand ring and god says oh clear your account and all you had was ten thousand you could easily do it and now you're a billionaire and god says clear your account and you're thinking what my billions who so he was basically explaining that with each new phase a new open door there are potential limitations that we have to overcome otherwise those open doors become you know um curses to us so you see some people that the moment they are lifted prosperity has come they no longer value god those things those tendencies were already inside you but that open door needed to come to reveal that tendency and he explained how open doors come with there is um attacks from the devil there's attacks from your flesh 
uh, attacks from other people so for example you and your friend i was giving my friend this example talking about how okay you guys are friends both in because you know we're in law school right now you guys are friends and you're both in law school you're both at the same level no problem he loves you you love him too the moment you graduate say you get a first class and he gets a pass he gets and but both of you were both working towards a pass a first class he gets irritated and angry why would this person get a first class and not me why would this and then jealousy sets in envy sets in and he enters into silent competition with you now so you see that when lifting comes new issues come with it and so it brings me to nigeria that as we are entering this new nigeria we have to be aware that there are battles that we have to fight just like joshua and caleb fought those giants in order to take the land that god has god had already given them in order for them to possess it they had to fight the giants that were on ground the bible says when you come into a place you must first bind the strong man we are fighting for a new nigeria but there are demonic princes of the air and like apostle tomi arayomi would say the battle chief we have to contend with the battle chief for the soul of the nation so we're going to have to pray certain prayers to bind that spirit to bind that spirit so that god can have preeminence in this nation when we are now living in the new nigeria we are going to encounter all kinds of problems as well because with each lifting there are issues with that lifting all these things are as a result of the sin adam and eve committed in the past which i don't have the time to go into so now what is the essence of this podcast i i think this podcast is a cry for help to my non-nigerian folk and to my nigerian folks it's like as we are approaching saturday which is the time for um the election the time for us to choose a new president i implore everyone to just take out time from today onwards today is wednesday from today onwards to just pray for the nation and in praying for the nation basic prayers asking god for mercy praying second chronicles is the second chronicles 7 verse 14 if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves pray and seek my face then i will hear from heaven forgive their sins and heal their land we need god to intervene in our nation so we need to ask god for mercy because we are not a blameless people we have a lot of faults we have not been in line with what god says for example for every time we speak a negative word over this nation we are going against what god has spoken i know with our physical eyes we can't see what god has said but he has spoken certain things and we counter it with our words we have to repent for that we have to repent for the moments where we lost faith where we doubted him doubted his prophet i won't even lie 
I doubted his prophet one of the days. You get what I mean? I had to repent and ask God for mercy. Mercy for tribalism. Mercy for killing. Mercy for organ harvesting and all these issues. We have to repent. So the first thing we're going to ask God for is for mercy. And then we're going to tell him some certain things that he said in his word. Because he told us to pray back his word to him. One of the things he said in his word is that we should pray for our leaders of our nation. He also said that when the righteous rule, the people prevail. And so we have to ask him for righteous leadership, for good leadership, for uncorrupt governance, that we need an end of corrupt governance in Nigeria. We have to ask him that the people need to prevail. So we need righteous leadership. He has given his word, but like David, or was who was it, King Hezekiah, where the prophet came and prophesied what God said and said, you are going to die. And the man went on his knees and prayed and 15 extra years were added into his life. So we're now we're going to pray and we're just going to ask God for mercy. So please pray for Nigeria. Ask God for mercy. My friend tweeted something. She said, she tweeted a, a scripture from Job, and the last question there was, how long will the people of Nigeria be mocked? The Christians in Nigeria be mocked. We have to call on God the Father, Abba, the Lord, the God of hosts, and ask him, Father, how long will your name be mocked? People are mocking your name. Stand and do what only you can do. Come and show yourself. Let everyone in this nation know that you are God that rules in the affairs of men. Let everyone in this nation know that truly there is a God in heaven. I remember reading Exodus. where Was it Exodus? There was a scripture in the Bible where God was talking about why he had to allow the Egyptians go through the ten plagues. One of the reasons he said is so that they will know. He said something for the Israelites to know that he is God. And so we need him to do something in this nation so that all will know. Everyone has said without their physical eyes and their projecting things. But who has the final say? God has the final say. So I just want to implore everyone on this. This is a cry for help, literally. Please if you're not nigerian say a word of prayer for us and if you're nigerian pray for your nation it's the least you can do for your country it's even what god says we should do in the word because nations get judged and uh what is a nation a group of people so if a country nigeria is getting judged at the end of the day you I and all of us who are Nigerians will be judged. So by praying for our nation, we are indirectly praying for ourselves. But I'm not even coming from a selfish point of view. It's just we care about our people. Even for those that are saying, ah, I can't jackba or oh, I have dual citizenship. I was born in England or I was born in Canada or I was born in the United States. Yes, but there are also people who cannot jackba. What happens to them? There are children being born two-year-old kids, five-month-old kids, one-month-old kids, what happens to them? Are we thinking about those children as well who cannot afford to jackpot? What will become of Nigeria if we all jackpot? What will become of what God has said concerning Nigeria? So please, I just want to implore everyone to pray. 
Thank you for my um, impromptu podcast. I'll still see you guys on Friday for my normal podcast, but I would probably share the link on Monday after the elections. But it's still going to be released on Friday anyway. See you. Thank you.